Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Happy Thursday. Hope everything's going well. We know the news stinks. You know, well, no, it's, it, it <laughs> it's sucks, not great. but you know. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, every day it's something uh, more to get angry about. Uh, I don't know whether you heard about this, uh, but apparently, you know, uh, House Intelligence Chairman Mike Turner on Wednesday, uh, he he came back and he, he told, I guess, CNN that uh, the latest thing that he got, he was, uh, I guess, over in the Ukraine meeting with mm-hmm. Zelensky and stuff, and, you know, and he came back, he said, well, the Russians want to put nuclear weapons now on satellites. It's going to be destabilizing. It's going to be a whole different type of threat. You know, I wish I had my guitar here right now. You know, dun 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 Yeah, James Bond. Yeah, you know, because that's what that is. You know, that goes back to James Bond. That goes back to a Clint Eastwood movie. That goes back to so many things. Do I think that we've ever had satellites with nukes on them? Yes. Or, or yes, we have. Do I think we still do? Yes. Um, yes. So, you know, this is a scare tactic. The whole thing's a scare tactic. Like Biden's speech yesterday was, now, I found that interesting. I uh, I walked in, I said, who, who, that's Joe Biden. And he actually was not slurring, and he was talking straight through. And I'm going like, okay, we know That's not possible unless, of course, they had him juiced or something like that. Well, Mm -hmm. I promise I'll do interviews later. I got to go because the juice is running out, you know. Actually, I I, I thought he looked, uh, you're talking about when he he made the statement and then he didn't answer questions and left. Yeah, he never answers questions. Yeah, but I I thought he looked kind of, you know, slow and... I do think that they give him some pep juice uh, of some kind. Right. He he articulated what he wanted to, to articulate, um, but it was was it a press conference or was it a political speech and hack on Trump? Well, everything no, he I does mean, from everything he does from this point on, in my opinion, will be uh, an attack of some kind on Trump. He he is he's fixated. By the way. Before I forget, I heard something, and I'm not going to play the cut. You can find it. It's on the internet. Mm. Uh, Bob Costas. Do you remember Bob Costas? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, well, he he's a, a, a staunch leftist. He was on the Bill Maher show, and he was talking not about the conservative movement. No, he said that the MAGA movement, and I, I, this is basically a quote, is a cult. And that the people in the MAGA movement are to the ones you should be concerned about. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I know so many people who consider themselves MAGA. And they're mainstream Americans. They're down-home mainstream Americans. They love God, country, apple pie, Chevrolet, the whole ball of wax. And, and I, I'm thinking, is he so out of touch? You know, no, they, they, no he's not. That's their agenda. They want to conquer and divide, just like they've divided the races. You know, and they're, they're the ones that bring up racialism and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Well, you know, and they call MAGA. They want to make it a name, which means make America great again. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Maybe maybe uh, we need to sit there and take them and say, well, they, they make America suck again. Uh, so that that would be you know be the massa we, they race. want us all, they also they want to divide us they also they, they they make it sound like that people who uh, believe in making America great again are card carrying you know 
strangers to our society. They they make it sound like they are uh, to be concerned about. They're not. For, people who support President well, Trump consider themselves to be uh, patriots. And MAGA supporters are, in their mind, patriots. They believe in the Constitution. They believe in fairness. They believe in the legal system. All the things that you and I were taught in school to believe in, they believe in. But yet guys like Costas come out on national television. And by the way, Bill, you hear these seals in the audience. Oh, you know, when, they, when he makes a comment that is derogatory about Trump or his side, the staged audience, you know, the, the handful of people who are sitting in that audience clap wildly. Oh, like he's talking for us. And I'm thinking, you idiots. You know, would you, would you do something like open a book maybe? Open a book, read a newspaper, not every newspaper, because some of them, they have their agenda too. But, I mean, look around. Uh, don't be so close-minded. But guys like mm-hmm. Bob Costas, Bill, I think they're, they're so well-to-do. Uh, they've made so much money. They live in, in an elite world that is out of touch with what's going on. That, uh, he, you know, he, he, and he, but yet he still has that voice of authority. If you watched him do sports over the years. His strength was his delivery, his performance. But, but, folks, when all is said and done, Bob Costas was nothing more than a disc jockey who went on and be- did, a, did sports. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He had a nice voice. He had a good look. His hairpiece was perfect, and he was able to sell it. And make money. He had a nice presentation, and so now he goes out on stage and does the mega lines, and uh, you know they hit the applause lights and they do the well, yeah. Here, you know, it's just like this, you know, uh, you know, whatever mega this mega that mega bad, and then there it goes. You know, that's all they're doing. They're throwing in the effects. You know, I, I got to tell you, there's a, what people don't realize is there's a guy usually behind the cameras, who when he wants a response, he turns around the floor manager and he waves his arms like, Mm -hmm. be enthusiastic. Don't just be clapping. Be enthusiastic. They kind of, um, they prompt the audience. They're like a conductor. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. They're like a conductor to a band, you know, when you, you know, build up and the crescendo and that's all it is because... If you were in the audience, would you know when to appropriately, you know, to affect? But, you know, you're bringing up observations. You know, I I noticed, you know, with the attacks and the attack, and they they like to, they're throwing names at the Republicans, have been for a while at the Mm -hmm. Republicans, maggot this, maggot that. They bad, they bad. Yeah. But, you know, and, um, you know, Joe's sitting there going, America, we're going to build back better. (laughs) Well, you're the one that tore it down. How does he do know, that, Bill? I want to hear that one more time. America, we're going to build back. Very good. Uh, uh, wait, where Hello? do I stand? Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Over there. Let me, excuse me. Um, you know, he gets confused. But the point is, is that if you look back at all the candidates, you know, you go back to, you know, the original Bush and before that, you know, what candidates ever focused on America? Well, uh, the only one who really focuses, I think, is Trump. He focuses he, on America, period. Yeah, and, you know, he branded it in the name, you know, because that's what he does. He's a marketer. He's a brander. He made his money off of real estate and yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a, uh, you can say what you will about the guy, but he's branding, and he wanted to make America great again. 
you know, uh, that and that's been as you know is is you and know. You think about it, Bill. What they've all stolen from them. But 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 you look at what 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 has the Senate done a couple of days ago? They pass a bill that has ninety five billion dollars of your money and my money and our neighbors' money, uh, and it doesn't include a dime for the United States. It, it, so the it, 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 they say, well, we have to make the Ukraine strong. We have to make the Ukraine safe. But they don't say we have to make the the southern border strong. We have to make Americans safe. No, that, not a dime goes to the southern border. And the border, I think, was in last place. You know, you can you can get you can you can do away with the border funding. You can do away with the Israel funding, all the other funding, but no, oh, the Ukraine funding. And that gets me back to my belief. What the hell are we hiding there that we are protecting? Who are we protecting there? The, the Ukrainians? The, I, I, honest to God, Bill, I think that uh, there is something that they don't want the Americans and the world to find out that we've been doing in the Ukraine probably, well, probably for quite some time. I couldn't put a, a specific time period on it. But will be it uh, the bio labs or some kind of weapon making system that is being developed in the Ukraine, and and I guess that's the only reason I can think that they're so desperate to pour more of our money into it. But I think Russia knows. Now you you may not know this, Putin actually put up before you know everything else was going on, and I think even before Tucker sat there and said, "Look, you know what? We can freeze the war right now." Oh yeah. You know, and you know who said you know who said who said no to that? Biden. Biden said no to that. Yeah, he, he said we can now, we can stop right now, have a discussion on peace. Yeah. Now, what Russia wants to do though is saying, okay, you know, where we occupy now, we occupy. The borders are as right. they are now, not since 1945 or 46, but right now, that's all he's asking for. What does he know that we know that, uh, well, what does he know that our government, powers it be, know that we, he doesn't want the, well, the first nobody of all, wants the world to know? The Donbass region of the Ukraine is predominantly Russian, has been historically. And right. the people who live in that area, they, they, they want to be part of Russia, not a part of the Ukraine. So, so why not let them? Because it's probably littered with, with uh, facilities that we don't want uh, to fall into the Russians' hands, although they are in the Russians' hands now. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know that you heard this or not, but um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Putin. What's his name? Uh, Putin, what's his name? Yeah, Putin said uh, uh, he would prefer to have Biden as the winner of the next election. And I'll let me read a He said uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, is not as predictable as Biden is. Uh, Biden is a predictable, experienced mm -hmm. politician, and uh, Trump is not. Unpredictable, you know, the unpredictability is the strength that uh, Trump has. They can't figure Trump out. And that's good for us. You don't want the other side saying, I know what he's going to do. I mean, I can tell you, I know what Biden's going to do, and I'm not even a world leader. He's going he's gonna to back down. He's going to capitulate. He's never going to show the strength that a great president has because it ain't in his nature. It, it just isn't. So uh, we are 
we're stuck with a guy Biden is with a no loose spine. Cannon. Biden is a loose cannon on the deck, whereas, you know, Trump is a thinking guy. No, I, I, I think Biden uh, is the is the the cannon that's tied down on the deck, and that the loose cannon, the one you got to worry about, well, yeah, is, is Trump. Way, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying Trump is a calculated thinking cannon. I mean, he's yeah, he's got focus, he's got target. Whereas Biden, he's got no sense of cause, direction, or anything. Well, he's got a sense of cause and direction, but it's not an agenda that's pro-American. Yeah. Now he wants to make it to where Trump is not pro-American. And I see all of a sudden all the uh, Russia, Russia, Russia stuff coming back again. I heard a little bit of it yesterday, you know, in his, his uh, this is a live special report from Washington. It's a propaganda feed, and it was dumb, you know? Well, uh, I don't know if you heard this or not. Uh, uh, he, Putin, by the way, I, I, he's doing more interviews now that Tucker uh has done his his interview. I guess maybe he feels more comfortable now. I, I think Tucker might have broken the ice, uh, but uh, I love the fact that he thinks that uh, that Biden is predictable. He want, he wants the weakest president as our president because that way they can figure out what they're going to do. This this whole thing, getting back to the very first story we were talking about, Bill, the mm-hmm. the nukes in outer space. Um, they come back these these. Rhinos, these people who are supporting the deep state, these politicians, and say, you should be very afraid that the Russians are going to have nuclear weapons on satellites. Folks, I I don't know about you, but I've, like Bill said before, I've thought they've had nuclear weapons on satellites for decades. I mean, I I don't think this is something which should be a surprise. if, If we don't have nuclear weapons on satellites, there's something that has been talked about for a long time. They're called the rods of God. Have you ever heard about the rods of God? Yeah, the rods. Yeah, yeah. The rods of God are supposedly energy weapons, like laser weapons, that are on satellites, and we supposedly have them, and we can pinpoint a target, and we can within seconds nail it with a quote rod of God and destroy it, and it has been done many times before that we don't know about, we're not told about. Don't think for one second that everything we hear about in the news, every kind of weapon, every kind of advancement, is the latest. Because usually when we hear about something, as far as the government is concerned, it's old news. It's so much old news that they can leak it to the public now because they don't care if they know. What they care mm-hmm. about us what they care about are the things they don't want us to know about. The weaponry we don't want. You know, Area fifty one, there's an example. It was uh, initially a testing site for stealth weapons, things like that. Skunk works, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, it went on to become like a uh, testing ground for the latest, greatest, the most secretive stuff in the world. They cordoned off miles. I think it's like like 26 miles of, uh, of Area 51. It's a no-fly zone. You can't fly over that area if you're a commercial jet or any kind of airplane because— they don't want you to see what's down there. Of course, now with satellites, the Russians can see what's down there anyway. They, they, it's not, it's not a secret. You can, you can have a satellite system positioned over Area Fifty One, and you can see a guy, uh, you know, reading a book and what paragraph he's on, and uh, that's that's where we are right now. But uh, we are, uh, we're, we're being 
told a lie by our politicians. When you hear them come back and they're so concerned about the Russian weapons in, in space, nah, we got them too, and probably better ones. You know, if they're worried about it, we've already got it. And if we don't already have it, we have the ability to get it up there really fast. So we're being manipulated. Yeah, it is. Look, you know, it's all scare tactics because for the most part, you know, we're spoon-fed, we're naive. And thanks, that's thanks to the media. Yeah. And, you know, they act shocked, but they're not that shocked. They, if, if, if they were true journalists, they would be reporting the news, not, you know, giving us propaganda, speculation, hearsay, and opinion. And I don't want opinion news. I want the facts. I'll decipher it myself. Mike Johnson uh, was talking about that $95 billion bill. He's getting a lot of pressure, including the pressure we just talked about with this, the secret weapons in space. And he had this to say yesterday. Listen. Regarding the border, you know, talk about the American people not being listened to. They are crying out to the Biden administration to secure the border. This is not a Republican issue. It's an issue for every single person, and everybody knows it. We know the stories of children being poisoned by fentanyl and cities being overwhelmed by migrant surges. We know House Republicans have shown that we are listening to and, and, and holding the administration accountable for this catastrophe. We're listening to the people. We're taking action to hold Biden accountable. Last night, the House voted to approve articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We had to do that. He has abdicated his responsibility. He's breached the public trust, and he's disregarded the laws Congress has passed. But, but much more has to be done, of course, to secure the border. And what the Senate produced this week is silent on that issue. Senator McConnell and I have spoken about this in frank sessions, and let me be clear here again this morning. The Republican-led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans. On Valentine's Day, this is a good day to point this out. You need to listen to the American people and their needs and take action. And that's why House leadership will continue to govern with Americans' interests at heart. That's Mike Johnson, the uh, Speaker of the House of Representatives. And uh, he says some good things. Uh, he's protecting us from that $95 billion bill that they're trying to shove through. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that. You know, we hear in the press, we see headlines you know, Senate passes secret $95 billion bill, but it goes nowhere. It remains simply a piece of paper with uh, no substance until it's passed through the House of Representatives. So but they don't tell you that. They just make it sound like, oh, the Senate passed a bill, $95 billion. Hey, listen, it's only one half of the process. Hang in there. And Mike Johnson is hanging in there. He's uh, he's not going to go along with them. Um <clears throat> Jesse, Do you think the bill is going to pass uh, in Congress? No. I think it's. I think that, you know, here's the difference, Bill. Uh, representatives have two years. They're, they're called to, to task every two years. They like their jobs. They get a lot of perks when they're a representative. They really do. When they're down there, they're one of a handful of select people who have the power of the government. So they, uh, they like being representatives. But every two years, they got to ask the people whether they can stay there. Whereas a senator, you know, we're, we're stuck with him for six years. We have Mitch McConnell. You know, he, he got in with the thanks and the help of uh, 
President Trump, who he begged for his endorsement because he was behind in the polls in, in Kentucky, desperately behind. And Trump said, OK, I'll back you. So Trump made the mistake of believing Mitch McConnell. He backed him. He won. He actually won very well because the polls shot up. And now Mitch McConnell thanks him by stabbing him constantly in the back. This is the kind of animal we're dealing with in D.C. They get down there and he figures, well, okay, I got six years and Trump's gone in two or whatever it was. Uh, I don't have to I don't have to stand by him anymore. I don't have to go hat in hand to Trump. A lot of these guys don't like having to do that. You know, I mean, they, they think they right. got all the power. So uh, now that he had to go hat in hand to Trump, and Trump probably made him feel like uh, he's going hat in hand, and he figured, well, now when I now that I'm in for six years, to heck with him. And uh, so I, I I think we are. Uh, I'd love to see our our government improved. I'm not saying changed, but I'd like to see some uh, some solid substantive changes. Uh, where we we get rid of the the swamp dwellers, the guys who make a living out of a job that was supposed to historically be a temporary job. Mm-hmm. Pe- people don't realize that representatives they were supposed to be temporary. You know, they were they it was their part time job to go down to Washington. But you know, the complex complexity of the world has changed. So, is two years not enough? Or is it still well? That's a good, good enough. That's a good point, Bill. Maybe what they should do is they should make the presidency six years, one term, six years, one term, six years, mm-hmm. and and no running for re-election. Maybe make the House four years, one term, and maybe make the Senate four years and one term, and that's it. So we get fresh blood, new people into office. I know that people say, oh, you can't do that. You have to have a consistency. No. If you say to the president, you got six years to make this work, that's essentially a term and a half right now. If you can't do it in six years, you ain't going to do it. The only, the only thing that I would question is if you did uh, the terms the same with uh, the Senate right. and uh, Congress, uh, you could conceivably have, which has happened in the past anyway, but you could have a, a one-sided imbalance in the Senate and the Congress to where, you know, well, maybe you, will you of, stagger it so that yeah, uh, you have, you, somehow you got to stagger it or somehow you've got to sit there and put a mechanism in a uh, mechanism in that guarantees that we never sit there and get into a situation where it's one party rule, because during that time, and that's when a lot of look, I'm not a no, I'm not a, I, I, I think these are fair, honest, interesting uh, suggestions. Uh, I, I think uh, a lot of our listeners have probably thought the same thing. And then you have people that have been in there too long, the Pelosi's of the world, and they've gotten rich. So when people get in there, I, you know, I'd like to, I don't mind somebody gets paid fair or gets paid. They, they, they do well when they're there, but not illegally doing well. I mean, let's, let's face it. Biden profited from his days in the Senate, his days uh, in the White House as VP and now president. His family has profited from that. Hell, he's uh, been uh, in cahoots uh, with uh, Soros, you know, to uh, illegally fund uh, the un- Hungarian opposition. Uh, you know, which, but we don't, we, nobody we, said the media doesn't say anything about that. The media is a, 
is a co-conspirator. They're complicit in all of this. They're not honest ob- uh, observers who really tell us the truth. If you are expecting to get the facts from the media, you're being very naive. You have to, as an American, you have to dig for your own facts. And be careful where you're digging, okay, because there's a lot of, of, of bad places, a lot of false information out there that is presented to you under the guise of being uh, honest. You know, uh, there's, there's places on the Internet that you can go to. For example, I'm not saying everything on Telegram should be uh, uh, a problem, but, you know, Telegram is a, it's, it's a site where you can go to. The, anybody can have a page on Telegram. So what right. happens is there are some good sites on Telegram, and there are some dishonest sites on Telegram, and it's very hard sometimes to tell the difference. But the thing that's nice about Telegram, even though we don't have a, a page on, on Telegram, the thing that's nice is that it, it appears that they don't censor people. And that's, that's good and that's bad, right? Um, Facebook, right. Facebook has a tendency to over-censor everybody. You know, it, 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 it has uh, uh, its own agenda, and apparently it, uh, it follows that agenda, and sometimes it hurts good people. Uh, whereas Telegram just lets anybody and everybody put aside. By the way, Telegram uh, is based, from what I understand, in Moscow. So there could be a, a Russian connection there, too. So you never know what you're getting as far as information is concerned. You'd think it's coming from an honest all-American source, and it may not be. So you have to be careful uh, when you decide what to follow. But you do have to be independent. You know. So- when you think about it, you've got TikTok, that's the Chinese propaganda that's machine. That's right. Telegram, that is the Russian propaganda machine. What is America? Oh, yes, we got Facebook. Yeah. That is the American propaganda yeah. machine. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, by the way, before I forget, you know Jesse Waters on Fox? Yeah. He, he had an interesting uh, comment uh, interview about... Uh, about Russia, the Russia hoax. Listen. The brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, and then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified, and now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Yeah. Go to me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. 
the story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. It's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions, and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it? What's that? Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder, but uh, as a friend of, uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the, was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, and we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be, if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover-up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and weapon and using our foreign allies to do it, I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah, and then going to great lengths by using FBI raids to cover it up. That's just an absolute incredible development. Great reporting to you and to Matt, and we look forward to your report tomorrow. Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's a you bigger story than Watergate. Big time. Yeah, and let's tie this shoestring and uh, make it a nice little bow and knot here. Because when you think about that, I mean, one world order, one world government, did they do that? Is that not treasonous? And then how involved is the government in things? Well, you know what? Let's take a look at our elections, whether Joe really won the election or not the last time, whether we've had rigged elections. Comes the story out of New Jersey of a ballot stuffer. You know, well, uh, I worked for the FBI. Wait a minute. The FBI? has ballot stuffers on their payroll, people that stuff ballot boxes and go out and strong arm or pay people to um, vote a certain there's, way? There's a young guy named Myers who's running for office. I believe he's running for the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. And he just did an, uh, a videotape where he admits that he was, uh, he was recruited by the government to be a participant in the uh, January 6th, uh, quote, insurrection in Washington.
that he was recruited to go down there, follow their routine and their script, and to, I guess, instigate trouble, you know? This is a guy who's running for office now, and he figures he has to get this out before the election so that nobody can, uh, you know, throw a political hand grenade into his effort. You know? But, you know, this is a reoccurring theme that we've heard over the years. So where there's smoke, there's fire. And it even goes up to politicians, to Kerry Lake, where somebody tried to yeah. get her to do certain things. Now, my question is, did maybe somebody at one once upon a time, because somebody asked me, you know, Trump had it all. You know, he's got everything going on. He made all his money this way. Why would he get involved in politics? Why would he sit there and put his life and everything on the line? Did they well, try to well, get him most, to? Uh... Most people that I've uh, talked to who have asked that question agree that uh, the guy is he is a patriot. He is he. What he has said in the past is, "I have it all. I don't need this. I could be on the golf course right. anywhere in the world." He said, "But uh, I owe too much to this country for what it's given me." Well, but think about it. He was a Democrat before. Right. Democrats wanted wanted him to run, and they no. loved him. They loved and they him. loved him, and no, no, no. Everybody loved him. He could have gotten away with murder, and they still loved him, and would have washed it over like they they do things for the Clintons. But the point is, what was the turning point? And he became a Republican. Did somebody try to get to him? And he, he sat back and said, "Wait a minute. Wait a minute." Wait the well, hell a th minute. Here. There is speculation, and I don't know how true this is. I'm just going to tell you what I've heard over the course of uh, the past e few years is that at some point some people who are patriots in government sat down with him privately before this all, before he got into politics, mm -hmm. and solicited him to be the candidate for the presidency because they needed somebody with his independence and power in that position, and somebody who had a love of country like he appeared to have. And they were right. They found a guy who was uh, who was strongly rooted in the American belief, you know, the American traditional belief of God, country, apple pie, etc. And, um, and the thing about it is I, I look at Trump right now, I, I think, heck, he didn't even take a salary when he was president. He didn't take a dime. He, he got paid and redirected it to different charities. His but they're trying to strip him of all of his money now in so many different lawsuits. And now that they've been filed, it's going to be hard to dismiss them all. you got to run them through. But then you got this Democratic court system that he doesn't have a chance to win anything because the deck is stacked. The, the outcome has been determined before. You, well, that is not a fair and just. I, the scales aren't balanced. I keep thinking to myself, the guy's got to know something that we don't know. Look at, look at. We've said this exactly. Thousand, we've said this a thousand times on the show. We we looking at it objectively from the sidelines like we do. We figure he can't win. They they haven't changed anything. You know, we've we've used that old uh, 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 Albert Einstein line. The the uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over with. Right. The ex expectation of a different result, you know, and, and and we look at the election in 2020, you know, and, and you realize we think that he won in 2020. They still stole it. How is it going to be any different in 2024? But when you see Trump, there's a there's a confidence. And now, Bill, 
think about this for a second. I thought about this yesterday. This story we just talked to you about, we just aired the piece mm-hmm. with uh, Michael Schellenberger and the, about the Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi report about that binder. That binder is a gigantic story. It should be headline news, top of the banner, on every paper, in every news operation in the, in the country. But right now, they're not all following it. They're, you know, you're not going to find MSNBC talking about it or NBC or CBS or ABC because it goes against what they want, what they want. Well, here's what you have to do. You have to take the news, and important news like that, and you've got to use the Telegrams, the TikToks, the Facebook. Facebook is going to throttle you. Now, they throttle you with an AI that looks at what you say, but you you put out there wherever you can on all the platforms, even LinkedIn on your business account, you get it out there. The left is going to attack you. They will attack you hands down, but you've got to throw it out there so that people can see the real story because you're on the front line, whether you believe it or not. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you should say that. It's one of the reasons why we ask our listeners, for example, to share our show, share the link to our show, not because we're the end all when it comes to factual information about what's That's going exactly on. Exactly right. But we 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 introduce people at least to the concept that they may not be uh, government officials may not be being straight with them right now. No, I mean, not uh, there are some honest government officials. Trust me, some good people out there working on your behalf. But they're in a, they're swimming in a, a a pond that has some really vicious, uh, corrupted people in it too. Well, let me ask you, Jim, you're kind of a historian. You love to look back at, uh, uh, you know, right. your fountain of knowledge on, on, on history. But you take all the governments that have ever existed, all the govern- governments in the world now, and going back to the beginning of time, has there ever, ever been a government that was innocent and transparent in a very, you know... Yeah, that's a great question. I think that... Uh... All new governments, all new governments start out with that agenda. They all want to be government of the people, by the people, for the people. They all want to be. Doesn't last long, though. No, it's because there's so much power in government. There's so much money in government that, that sometimes, quote, good people can be easily corrupted. And once or, you're and once you're corrupted, by the way, it's like you're screwed. You're saying, "What do you mean?" Well, once they've got you doing something corrupt, they've got you, meaning the bad yeah. side. They can what the, look at look at Joe Biden, right? Yeah. The, the Chinese gave him millions and millions of dollars. Do you think they did that because they love Joe Biden? Do you think they they did it because Hunter Biden was a charming salesman? No, no, no. They gave them millions and millions of dollars, by the way, which was nothing to the Chinese. They make trillions. They make. They have so much money, they can turn around and say to uh, Biden, "Sure, we'll give you five million or ten million or whatever you want." But once they got you, they control you. They own you. And right now, I hate to say this, but I believe our president and his family are controlled. By well, I the think Chinese. a lot of our government is controlled, yes. and, and and we may have hit the. Everybody wonders when America will fall. All great empires, and when they started saying we're an empire, 
and uh, the might of America, I'm going, we've just about outgrown our britches. Absolutely. We've just about outgrown our britches. Look at Mitch McConnell, right? Mitch McConnell, um, we talk about him and we complain about him because he seems corrupted too. I mean, we look at him, we see him, uh, he's a Republican. How can you say that? Ah, Trust me, he... He doesn't work on our behalf. I mean, shoving through $95 billion bills to f- fund uh, a foreign country and ignoring our own pro- serious problem. They say it's the worst border crisis in the history of the world. The worst. And we are just letting it happen thanks to these uh, self-serving politicians. But, you know, McConnell mm-hmm. is married. People don't realize this. A lot of people don't. He's married to Elaine Chao. Elaine Chao uh, is the daughter of a... I guess the largest shipping magnet in China, in China, not in Taiwan, mm. in China. Didn't her sister just die in an accident? I do not know, Bill. I, I don't know. I didn't. I yeah, didn't. I'll, I'll look that up while you're talking. Okay, but anyway, she he's married to Elaine Chao, Chinese father, a rich man. You don't become rich, by the way, in communist China without being uh, uh, at least a friend of the communist, Okay. So there's a connection between our minority leader in the Senate and China, but nobody talks about it. Nobody says a word about it. It's all oh, it's just his wife. Well, hey, listen, mm-hmm. he's made, by the way, millions of dollars uh, in the Senate. And I'm how do you do that? The job pays X amount of dollars. And you make millions of dollars. You know, when when somebody's making far more than they're being paid, and, it, and they're trying to tell you that they don't take any side money anywhere, but yet their, their income is exorbitant, um, mm-hmm. you got to look into this crap. These are the guys who've got to be removed from office. You know, they're, they're not being straight with us. We are, we are being lied to over and over again, and the American people, I truly believe this, even the ones who right. don't agree with me politically, but I mean, the, if you're a liberal for the most part, whether you know it or not, we're still brothers. We're still friends. Mm. We, we're still Americans. You may hate my politics or what I say, but, you know, it, during World War II, my dad fought side by side with people who had political differences. They didn't talk about politics when they were being shot at. We're all, mm. we're all part of the same club, whether you know it or not. They don't want you to think that way. In this country, they don't want you to think that you're all part of the same club. They want you, as Bill said a little while ago, divide and conquer. You keep us mm-hmm. separate. Keep us angry with each other. I just told you I was angry with Bob Costas, but I never want anything bad to happen to Bob Costas. No. he He's a liberal, and I don't think he's, he's as smart as I thought he was, but that being said... He's but still, that's your opinion, and yeah. he has his opinion. The fact that we can agree to disagree is what what America yeah. supposedly is all about. And Yes, uh, Angela Chow, sister of former cabinet member uh, Elaine Chow, yeah. uh, killed in a car uh, crash in Texas on oh, Sunday. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That, yeah. is, that is sad. You know, again, yeah. going, you don't want anything to happen even to people who you don't. Yeah. Uh, she could be a very innocent person. Uh, just uh, the victim of a terrible tragedy. Yeah, I think um, she was the CEO of that shipping company that uh, was you she too. Yeah. Wow. Or yeah, at least um, yeah. Either way, yeah. So when yeah, you bring up Chow, I was going wait a minute in the news. Yep. Um. So, folks, 
we have got uh, a lot of problems. People say, why do we want Trump? We want Trump because I do believe if he gets one more term, you're going to see, you know, you hear them saying it, by the way, the left, they, they're coming out. The closer we get to the elections, the more you hear them saying, oh, you can't have tr- Trump. Uh, he'll be a dictator. No, what he will be, I truly believe, is somebody who owes nothing to nobody and he will get into office. And yes, you will start seeing the bad guys paying for their for their uh, crimes and it will appear maybe to some people like uh, Trump is uh, overreaching, but it's, yeah. it's going to be, a, I think, a cleansing that we have long d- needed, you know? Well, here's the thing that we uh, circle back around to the beginning of the story. What you got to realize, it's in the news. It's going to be in the news. The fact of this folder, you know, it might be three folders, but, you know, and that's what they're looking for in Mar-a-Lago. And if you remember months ago, I'm sitting there going, he knows something. He's got something. There is something specific they're looking for. It's not all these documents that he had all the That's rights true. in the world to. Yeah. And he had the rights to this document. There was something. Well, there it is. It's the smoking gun. Now, they're not going to tell you, well, this is a smoking gun of the dirty doings. But now you know what's in those folders. And it was the simple fact that w- the government was used to sit there and you know, it wasn't maybe the CIA or the 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 agent. Well, all this Russia, Russia, Russia stuff, right, was made up and it was fabricated. And this was this was a treasonous coup, you know, that was endorsed. Bill, have you ever wondered why Trump seems, with all of this stuff coming down on him, the court cases, the indictments, all of these things that are happening to him? Trump has a calmness about him that I don't, I don't know where it comes from. I mean, no matter how rich you are, how, how do you maintain well, your cool? And I think it goes back to this this binder. He's well, got stuff on them. And there it is. I'm going to say it, you know, because, you know, the question that I sincerely do have is like, you know, they don't want Trump around. They don't like him. And, and uh, I'll get to another point here in a minute. But the point is, is that, they don't want him to be president, and if they can't beat him with all the things that they've done or lock him up, they want to lock him up because they want to know where that damn folder is. Otherwise, his plane would have crashed a long time ago. I was ago. just going to say a that. Rogue, a rogue gunman would have taken him out, and I don't want to no, say that, but they would you, have done it. But he knows where something is. You just hit a, pre- You hit something which is I hit absolute, the target. You did. Yes, you did. I, and it just hit, it just hit me too. We've both talked about how how can he be standing in front of crowds all the time and and not have any concern about uh, being a target. How can the he do worst, the things that he does? It's because he has something. It, it probably the built, worst thing it, that could happen to the left right now is something bad. That's right. Happens to Trump because, because he'll then, release it. Well, or or whoever has it, right. The mechanism is in place. It's like a time lock. That vault door will open, and oh crap! That's and exactly it's not right. Not just Biden and the CIA and certain operatives that'll come down. It's going to be the whole party that will come down. Do you remember at George Bush's the father at his funeral? You saw them all opening a letter. Remember that. Uh, mm-hmm. People, you saw Hillary open hers, and there was a frown on her face. You saw, uh, you saw other people, the Bushes, open their letter, and there was a frown on their face. And somebody said that they 
they believed that it said, I'm sorry they have everything. I'm sorry he has everything, you know. It was not good news. I think at about that time, essentially, they were informed that Trump has the goods on all of them. And Trump by the way, has the Trump card. Yeah, and and by the way, you know, we we've wondered how anybody. Why would they raid Trump? I mean, he had a good relationship at the time with the uh, government. He was cooperating. He he had them down there before to to check out his security systems. It, it was like, wait a second, he was working with these people. All of a sudden, they raid his house publicly. It's because they somebody said, I don't care what you've done. Get down there and go through everything and do it now. That's you what know, somebody and, said. And maybe all these stories connect. You know, you look at Fanny in Georgia and, you know, what they did there and and now what she's trying to do. And all of a sudden she got caught with her, her britches down. down. Yeah. yeah, her britches down, uh, her Gucci's, whatever you want to say. And now Trump, the word is, he is actually going to sit there and troll her hearings, and I'm sitting there going because, you know, she's an operative too. She's she's, you know, maybe not the big part of this thing, but as it goes down, as they keep trying to go after him, they want to get him. You know, he's not Biden going to jail, him. folks. He's not going to jail. No, yeah. he might, but because they're, they're going to try with all their might to do yeah. something. Now they're going to take this story. What I was trying to say. And make it into something that it, it's not, you know, yeah, you know, he's got top secret documents, top secret documents. He can't have top secret yes, documents. Yes, he can. <laughs> no, 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 no. He can't have top secret documents. They're so top secret. We can't even tell you what they're about because, you know, they get us in trouble. They're top secret. <laughs> well, folks, trust me, uh, he has got the goods and uh, he is just like Bill said, holding them back in reserve, it's going it, to, if this is made public, and by the way, the media will have to be forced to talk about this. They, they won't want to talk about this, but you can't ignore something that is so big a story, you know? Well, you know what they're going to do. They're going to, if they can't find it or get them with it, then they're going to come up with a false file. And probably do a a, a three hour special with Geraldo Rivera and yeah. uh, Capone's vault, <laughs> you know, to to get everything. Yeah. They're going to do a distraction or whatever. Ah, see here, here's an empty folder. There is nothing there, you know. Or they'll stuff an empty folder with top secret documents that, you know, that'll be a distraction. They're going to try to distract but they want those documents because somewhere some way somehow they're going to get out and when they do the house of cards comes down and you know we talk about is this country headed to the end it could be the end of the country as we know it it's changing by the way michael schellenberger and matt taibbi are not MAGA people they're not conservatives right. as a matter of fact matt taibbi has is a liberal he is uh, i don't think he voted for trump uh, he's just a honest journalist. There are a handful. You know, you see what happened, by the way, to Catherine Herridge yesterday, right? Catherine Herridge is a, first of all, she's got courage of steel. She's got uh, character. She's an honest journalist, and she really did follow the story to uh, uh, its honest conclusion all the time. She is a, a lady with, uh, to be, 
Respected. Respect, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I think one of her children had a either a kidney or a liver problem. Maybe maybe it was, mm-hmm. and and she the, she uh, the child needed a transplant, and Catherine came to Pittsburgh, and she donated her organ to save her child. And, and people don't know these things about uh, uh, these people. These this is an honest lady. So CBS rewarded her by. Uh, unceremoniously terminating You're her employment. Fired. Yeah, exactly. So you got to watch this story, folks. They're not going to want you to talk about it, but it's too big for them to ignore. They are going to be dragged kicking and screaming into this story, but it's going to happen because Taibi and Schellenberger have more stuff coming out today. Uh, you know and, who else uh, knows what's in that folder? Who? Putin. <laughs> yes. Putin knows. And what do you, you know think? What? Why do you think Putin says he wants Biden to be president? By the way, I would love to have seen him say that because I'm sure there was a, a wry smile on his face because I think if he respects anybody in this gov- in this country, he probably respects Whoever Trump. Whoever has that Trump has power and control. And maybe it might, because why, what's the emphasis on the Ukraine? What has the Ukraine got to do with, you know, the shape of the world? It's not what they it's, put the emphasis on. I think that uh, the people, first of all, there's a lot of money. When you're talking $95 billion, you can't keep track on that. You know, they don't know where, you know, we have lost. Have you ever heard this story? We've they, The government accounting office can't account for several trillion dollars of our debt. Yeah. Several trillion dollars of our money. Like it was either one point three or thirteen. I can't. It was, it was yeah. one three. I knew that. Yeah, uh, but think about it, Bill. Even if it was just one trillion dollars that they can't account for, I mean that is that's obscene. You know. Mm-hmm. Yet it's a fact. So, um, but when you have ninety five billion dollars out there, it's almost uh, well, that's a lot of money. I mean, even I couldn't count that high, and. Uh, Somebody's going to get you a long time. Somebody's going to get some graft. Somebody's going to get some payola. Somebody's going to have their pockets padded because this money's being floated out there. And by the way, I do think that some of them will be American politicians. That's why they're so anxious to get that money allocated. But thank God, so far the House is standing firm. Hey, Bill, before I forget, I wanted to read this story because this is an incredibly important story that nobody will be talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Soros, I don't yeah. know whether you heard this or not, George Soros has just, or he's just tr- he's trying to purchase, uh, it says George Soros scoops up 220 U.S. radio stations ahead of the 2024 election. Oh, of course. 220 U.S. radio stations purchased by George Soros. Now, folks, with all due respect, uh, you know, there was for the longest time we had a requirement. I think it was 7, 7, and 5. You could have 7 a.m., 7 FM, and 5 TV in one, uh, mm-hmm. I guess. But now, 220 radio stations. Uh, this guy will own the editorial process for all of those stations. And if he wants well, to spread a lie, there you go. Yeah, he'll have, uh, he'll have the top 50, 100. Well, he'll probably have the top 150 markets, you know, and when you at least he'll he'll saturate. And by doing that, you know, all across the land, you know, it's propaganda city. 
uh, and it's it's all going to be left-leaning news, they're going to flood the airwaves. First thing I thought of, Bill, is I wonder how much of his money is already in uh, the media in our country, and we don't know about it. You know, how many how many TV stations or TV networks does he have a controlling interest in that we just don't know about? Well, he had to buy probably AM stations, although values in AM is starting to go up again. They're right. realizing that, you know, that it's a, it's a good medium. And FM, um, you know, and... Um, you but know, but just, guys like you and I, for example, if if we want to go out and spread our show back onto the radio, uh, now we got to go through him. We have to go through George Soros. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, uh, there you go. Hey, well, folks, keep listening we'll to our pump- podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be pumping gas at the corner gas station. Except <laughs> we don't. Now, here's an interesting point. All right, uh, we're not in the oil business anymore, right? Essentially, no. Essentially, we're Biden turned all the spigots off. Right. You know, now, would you think lowly old Canada, we make fun of Canada all the time. You know what they have that we don't have? What? Pumping wells. Hey, well, hey, does, that, does it surprise you that we've, we've, done th- we've done things to hurt our business at the expense of other yeah. countries? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, think about it for a minute, you know, so... You know, hey, we made he, Venezuela very wealthy because much of our crude, and by the way, the crude coming out of Venezuela is a dirtier oil. Mm-hmm. It has to be refined more. Have you noticed your car has to go into the repair shop a lot more? Maybe your check engine light's coming on because of the water or the crappy fuel that you got yeah. and all the additives. And you're, you're sitting here, what? Yeah, you better be burning the high grade and get things in to clean your fuel system out because you're burning crap. Yeah. You know, it, and that's what it is. And we don't have enough reserve. If we don't keep filling the reserve from what we're buying, you know, yeah, because we're, we're, we're burning. I don't think we have a weak supply. I, th- I well, think we what, what one of the biggest things he did was to drain our oil reserves. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll get it back cheaper. He has never done that. No. Him rebuilding the oil reserve is like him doing questions after a speech. I promise I'll come back and answer yeah. your questions. I promise yeah. for a cheeseburger today, I'll <laughs> gladly pay you on Tuesday. You know, that's true. In my next life. Yep. Hey, folks, if you would spread the word about the program, please. Uh, we are doing phenomenally as far as our, our growth is concerned, but uh, we could always use uh, a new listener. So if you would uh, tell a friend about uh, Jim and Bill, it's another day, and it's easy to find. Just go to can they? Uh, the easiest way for them to find is is just to type in a search for Jim and Bill. Go to uh, go to Google or go to uh, uh, DuckDuckGo or something, and just in the search site type. For the Jim most and part, go. yeah, Jim and Bill, because there is a JimandBill.com. It'll take you to uh, our website, or at least take you to a stream to hear us, where we yeah. keep that updated. Uh, but there's Jim and Bill, uh, there is, uh, and which gives us emails too, you know, Jim and Bill, or we got, uh, we get very lonely. We love reading your emails because we get very lonely here. Uh, There's a lonesome (laughs) fellow here, but both of us are lonesome guys, you know, so we got to talk to each other and talk to you. If uh, you would, our number is weird. Our number is (laughs) 833-538-7868 is our number, 833-538-7868. Yeah, it, by the way, a reminder that we're still looking for people. People are bashful. People are not, mm-hmm. they're not, 
they, they love the show. They love listening to the program, but uh, participating in it, even by saying uh, hasta la vista, baby, we're out of here, you know, in their own magnificent way, uh, is a bit intimidating for some people. We understand that. But if you want to do it, well, we're looking for people who can who can do it uh, as uh, a guest, you know, on the program. Mm-hmm. 833 538 7868. There is mail at com. You know, you could probably go online uh, and buy one of those little cheap knockoff MP3 players for a uh-huh. couple, two or three bucks, and they work pretty well. Download one of our podcasts or a couple of them and put them on there and put the thing and just get some super glue and put it on continuous play mm-hmm. and super glue that on there. And then you could take that and throw it into the room of a liberal ga- gathering and just watch the hysteria break out there. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> watching. Well, he must've been fun in school. You know, <laughs> he must've been a troublemaker in class. Huh? Anyway, oh my God, it's a Jim and Bill bomb. <laughs> Mr. Knight, please take your seat. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I think we're just about done. If you would, again, tell your friends about the show. Thanks for listening. A lot of stuff happening in the world, friends. Keep your eyes open. We'll have more about it tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, do share us. Share us with a friend. Uh, We appreciate that. And other than that, I got a piece of pizza sitting right here that's uh, crying for me to eat it. So I'm just going (laughs) to say, it's the La Vista, baby. We're out of here. This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com. It has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us, too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about itsanotherday.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>